0: Hello everyone, welcome, nice to see everyone looking to the camera and give a big warm fuse welcome to everyone. If my shirt is discolored, it's because I have been playing basketball and I am significantly heavier and in worse shape than I was the last few times i played basketball, so I sweat more. Anyway, uh, let me look into the camera and say hello to a couple of people. Number one, I want to say a huge warm fuse welcome to all of our brand new 6th graders. Can we please put our hands together and welcome (laughs) Woo! We love you guys. Number two, and students, I'm going to need your help here and leaders. I want to say a huge warm, fused welcome to all of the parents that are with us of all of our new 6th graders. Let's put our hands together and welcome them. Yeah. All right. Now, I'm not going to be up here for very long and I got a lot to say and not a lot of time to say it. So here's what I'm going to do. Let me introduce myself to those of you who don't know. My name is Caleb. And if you're watching this on a screen in Florence or Charleston or somewhere, and you're trying to figure out who's this guy and why is he talking to me, it's because Fuse is the student ministry of New Spring. And New Spring is one church that has 14 different campus expressions all across the state. So I'm up here to just give you a little bit of uh information and overview of kind of what we're trying to do, what the series is all about, what Fuse is all about, and then it's going to be my absolute joy to welcome your local Fuse pastor on stage to tell you everything you need to know, okay? Before we do that, let me pray for us and let's get in to the word of God tonight. So, Father, we love you and we bless you and we honor you and we just say thank you. Thank you for everything you're doing in our lives. Thank you for everything you're doing in the families. In this church, God, I'm so grateful that you have called us all to be a part of this work you're doing called the church. That you have made room for us. You made room for us that you sent your son, Jesus, to not just take the penalty and the punishment for our sin, but to redeem all of our life and all of humanity so that we could enjoy not just eternity with you, but right now, an abundant, overflowing life with you. So Holy Spirit, will you come tonight? Will you join us? Will you bless this time together in Jesus' name? And all people who love Jesus said... Amen. Amen. Okay, let me explain a couple of things. We're in a series called Start Somewhere, where for the month of June, we are talking about spiritual practices. We kind of got into this in the video if you got to watch it. We talked about this a little bit last week. Anybody who's ever learned how to do anything had to start somewhere, right? And when you start learning something, it is a universal law of nature that you stink at it, right? So you got to practice. Too many of us think about our relationship with God or walk with Jesus as though it's something that on day one we just have to be an expert. But the Bible doesn't call for that. Jesus didn't teach that. In fact, what he did with his disciples was way more of what we've kind of lost in our culture today. It's kind of like an apprenticeship where you kind of learned along the way and you stunk at it at first and then you get a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. So we get this from the Bible verse, Philippians chapter four, verse nine. This is the apostle Paul as he is uh, explaining to the new churches in the New Testament. He says, this. All of these things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Okay, so we are talking about spiritual practices. Last week we talked about the spiritual practice of hospitality and we did that because the Bible is, I'm going to use a big word here, replete with examples of believers and followers of Jesus who made the practice of making room for others in their lives and we did that. Because tonight we are welcoming in a brand new class of rising sixth grade students into our ministry. And so we want to make room for you. We want to make room for your life. We want to make room for your family. We want to make room for your growth. We want to make room for you in our ministry. But not just for you, we want you to learn to make room for God to move and work through you in your neighborhood and in your classrooms next year. Don't worry about the summertime. It's about here. I think it is. Are you guys done with school? Is it here? Are we done with school? Man, shout out to God for that. Have we, we go. We love school, but I'm just saying. Okay. So mom and dad, if you're watching this and new sixth graders, if you're here and you're paying attention and you're dialed in, let me explain to you the Bible verse that we get this whole thing from that we're doing. Okay. Psalm chapter 71, verse 17 and 18. This is King David thousands and thousands of years ago, reflecting on his life. And here's what he says. Oh God, from my youth, you have taught me and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds so he's reflecting on the fact that God has been with him since he was a teenager right and this is a huge deal because for so many of us and we could go through some of the research and some of the statistics statistically you are extremely likely if you're going to end up following Jesus it's going to happen in the next seven years of your life rising sixth graders if you're going to be convinced that Jesus is Lord and that he is worth giving your life to and following him, statistically, it is going to happen in the next seven years. And that's what we're committed to. So he says this, even to old age and gray hairs, God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. Let me explain something that's going to happen to you and it's going to happen in the blink of an eye, okay? You're, just trust me on this, all right? I know I'm starting to sound like the old man these days because I'm getting older, but you just got to trust me on this, Okay? I first started coming to Fuse and I was 12 years old. That was 18 years ago, by the way. Okay, I know, the world did, there was a world 18 years ago, it's crazy. You will blink and you're going to be in another season of life. In fact, all across the state tonight, there are seniors who either have just graduated or are getting ready to graduate high school, and at one point, they were the brand new rising sixth graders sitting in here in the shirt that they got from KidSpring, and their parents were here, and we were telling them, we've got a few years with you to help you learn about Jesus and help you grow in your relationship with him, and now they're getting ready to graduate out and step out into the world, and it's amazing, and it's something that we celebrate, okay? So our job is not just to entertain you and to have fun with you, and Lord knows we have so much fun. Sometimes we have more fun than we do anything productive, and it's awesome, okay? But our job is to raise you up. Our job is to eventually hand off this ministry, hand off the good news of Jesus, hand off the works of God to you so that you one day, young men and young women, can be trusted with leading people to Jesus all over the world wherever God sends you. That's why somebody stands on stage on Sunday morning and asks your parents and their friends and people in the neighborhoods to give a bunch of money so we can build these awesome buildings and so we can pay people to help take care of these things. Why? Because everybody believes in you. It is our joy and it is our pleasure to make sure that we take what was in King David's heart seriously. That until we're old and gray and we got no part left to play, we got no energy left, we spend it all to make sure that we hand the works of God off. To another generation. Okay, mom and dad, let me tell you what our mission statement is. Young sixth graders that are coming up, if you've been around Fuse, you probably know this if you're brand new. Let me tell you what our mission is, okay? This is what we're aiming to do. Fuse exists to graduate students into a lifetime of following Jesus. So let me make it abundantly clear, okay? I do what I do. Your Fuse staff, your campus staff, your group leaders, everyone, we do what we do to make every effort possible to graduate your student into an entire lifetime of following Jesus. I have no interest in just making good 15, 16-year-old boys and girls. All right? What we're trying to do is make disciples of young people that when you get into the next season of life, in college or in your job or when you start building a family, that you are prepared with the foundations of the Christian faith that are going to allow you to build successful lives with God in the future. That's our heart. That's why we spend time uh, in God's word. That's why we teach you how to worship. That's why we're learning how to pray together. That's why we do things like the weekend that we're going to do. That's why we get you to serve in KidSpring and other pieces of our church. Because we want you to build a faith foundation that will sustain you way past this season of your life. The, the spiritual gift of all teenagers, okay, is that you truly believe that your parents are wrong. Right, like you truly think so. I thought so. I was so convinced. My teachers were wrong. My coaches were wrong. My parents were wrong. You're allowed to think right like that. You're you're allowed to think like that for just just trust me. One day you you'll understand. It. But you have got to build a foundation. You have to build a faith. You have to build a relationship with God that's going to continue way beyond these years. Okay, so our job is going to be to help you do that. There's two main um, values that we have that we try our best to get better and better and better at in order to help you graduate into a life of following Jesus. Okay, you ready for these? They're, they're very simple. Formation and family. The Bible is clear that God's will for us, those of us who are falling in love with Jesus, who are learning how to follow him, learning how to obey his teachings, and learning how to, you know, become like him, the Bible is clear that God's will for us is that he is going to over and over and over again make us look more and more and more like Jesus. Everything that we try to do is for your formation, is to try to accelerate that process of making you more like Jesus. We care about your spiritual formation. Yes, we care that you have fun. Yes, we care that it's safe. Yes, we care that you meet some great people, but we truly want to be a partner in your spiritual formation, okay? And there's a really uh, huge piece to do that, and that's the other value, which is family. Now, when I say family, Here's the deal. We have campuses all across the state in all sorts of different communities. That means we have students who come from all sorts of different backgrounds. That's why when we say family, we don't just mean mom and dad and the two and a half kids that live in the house with the picket fence and the dog, right? What we mean is the family that God has created and called us all to be a part of. Now, that certainly means your family at home. One of the things that we can never do is be your mom or your dad, right? We just can't, that's not our role. I, I have three children and they're all five and under. It's taking every bit of energy I have just to keep them alive, okay? So I have no idea how to be the mom and dad to a teenager. That's where you come in, mom and dad, right? So what we're trying to do is be as good of a partner as we possibly can with you guys to work together to help raise disciples and graduate them into a lifetime of following Jesus. But it's not just the family at home. It's your family here at Fuse. So that's why we're working as hard as we can to get all of you into a Fuse group. Raise your hand all across the state if you're in a Fuse group and you love it. All right. Awesome. Here's the deal. We want that for all of you. We need more Fuse Group leaders, and we're trying to recruit them. We're trying to sell them on the vision, right? We're we're going for it. We're training them. If you, Mom and dad, just so you know, it is a very difficult process to become a Fuse Group leader. Why? Because we believe in them, and we want to not micromanage, but rather release them into the ministry that God has called them to in helping your student graduate into a lifetime of following Jesus. We also want you to be extremely confident that they know what they're doing. And that they're a good person and that they're the kind of person that you would be excited about having some influence over your student. And so we want you all to be in a fuse group. We want you to commit to your fuse group. That means if you get into a fuse group and then you get to 9th, 10th, 11th grade and you start acting like you're too cool for school. And you got a fuse group leader who's been trying to invest in you for four years and all of a sudden you quit responding to their text. We're going to shame you publicly in front of all your friends. We're going to come to your school lunch and try to embarrass you. Why? Because we got people that care about you, right? I'm just kidding. Sort of. Now, seeing we've done that in the past, I'm just saying we will try to do that. Okay. Last thing I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you about, tell you about this series that we're in right now, and then I'm going to donate some of my time back to the campuses. We're in a series called Start Somewhere. We're talking about spiritual practices. Last week, I'm out of breath and I'm literally only talking. That's how bad a shape I'm in. Help me, Holy Spirit. Last week we talked about the spiritual practice of hospitality. Next week we're talking about the spiritual practice of prayer. And you know what we're going to do? We're not just going to talk about prayer. We're going to pray. The last week we're going to end this series talking about the spiritual practice of confession. How do we learn to build lives where we're okay being vulnerable both with God and our peers, with the things that we're not great at, with the the areas where we're struggling? How do we learn to build lives where we practice open communication with you, mom and dad, with our friends, with our group leaders, so that we we, we can have trusted sources around us that we can open ourselves up to the word of God and to each other for the sake of spiritual growth. All right. That's all I got. That was so fast. Now, it's going to be my joy now to welcome to the stage your Fuse Pastor. Before you go, before you do this, let me say this. None of these men and women that are your Fuse Pastors are perfect. They will never be perfect. If you expect perfection from them, you will crush them under the weight of your expectations. But I promise you, and I will answer for this, I can't answer for my messages. Most of the time, they're not even that good. Maybe a C-minus. The men and women that we employ to pastor your young people, I would swear by their character. I would put everything I have on they, they love God. They're trying their best to walk with him, live honorable lives, and be the kind of people that you would be so excited about having influence over your children. So, will you please put your hands together and welcome your fused pastor to the stage to tell you all about all the things you practically need to know to be a part of our ministry.